0: Tonight on Sidetrack, Nate and I fire up the rumor mill, take a lap around the winter events, and Drew gets pantsed by a dog.
1: Plaza at Life Media Studios, Sidetracked with Armstead and Poosh, brought to you by the Second Baptist Barn Grill, your exorcism specialist.
0: Welcome to Sidetracked on the Pulling Radio Network. The uh, muffled sounds you heard in the beginning of that intro were the uh, repressed laughter of Mr. Engineer watching Mr. Drob try to turn his laptop on.
2: I figured out how to turn the laptop on. It was the wireless I was having problems oh, with. Ah, okay.
1: Isn't this guy an engineer or something? I thought he was smart.
2: I'm a mechanical guy. I leave the, I leave the wires and the electrons that you can't see float around up to you.
1: Sure, it's just not
0: a porn virus. It could be. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't think I don't think Nick has any uh, blockers here. Do you?
0: No, 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 there's no firewalls no, no in here. Firewalls, Clearly.
1: No, just, just sniffers that, you know, suck up your credit card data and stuff like that. Oh, not going to get much. Yep.
0: <laughs> you, If you want to steal my identity, you just go right ahead and do it. Could, could you make, and you're going to wind up <laughs> owing me. <laughs> I was going to say, could you,
1: could you make a couple payments on my yeah. credit cards while yeah. you're at it?
0: <laughs> oh boy. Christmas is almost here. It's the end of the calendar year essentially, but, uh. Things are kind of starting to heat up for the winter season to get started here right after New Year's. First weekend after, we head right into two big indoors. So the rumor mill is starting to fire up just a little bit. And there was a little show that uh, most of you guys went to last weekend that we'll get to at some point.
2: I don't think we
1: did the introductions, did we?
0: No, we didn't, but I think it's pretty clear who's here by now
1: and who's not. Yeah, who's and not. who's not? Speaking of which, you know, we do have a special thing that's usually reserved for you, Charles, but I feel like tonight it uh, really kind of belongs to Drew. Okay.
0: Is this true? Yes, it's true. This man has no dick.
2: It almost sounds as you good for Andrew as it does for Charles.
0: You, you know why it's especially appropriate tonight? Given the problems with his truck? Yeah, I'd turtle that much, too. <laughs>
2: So yeah, I guess it's a uh, drop and posh for the first time ever yeah. without Armstead.
0: It's the uh, well. It's not that we, you and I, have never ranted, but uh, this is the this is the uh, the more intellectual side of the, the show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. Uh,
1: I, I will. I don't care. They admit it too. <laughs> hey, sorry. sorry, Carl. <laughs> I, I think they'll both own that pretty readily. Yeah,
0: it can be a little less shoot from the hip. Yeah, I I would say... As
1: evidenced by the reams of paper in front of me.
2: And I would say the alcohol consumption will be down by about (laughs) 1,000%.
1: At least. Yeah, I might need some extra in-studio fees without the uh, extra $20 in (laughs) beer cans tonight.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Backing up on the uh, return revenues, huh? (laughs) Uh, Anyway, let's head right off into the news. Um There is some stuff out there, but uh, a lot of it I wanted to save for a little bit later on. Being that it's the off season, I think maybe we should uh, instigate a, a new segment: uh, the the hot stove. I was going to the... call
2: it the, the classifieds.
0: The classifieds, yeah, the BS and rumors that are out there. Um, well, we could get into them now if you wanted.
2: I think it's newsworthy classifieds. I think at this point in the season, like Charles said, this is between now and you know February. You're going to see a lot of stuff going up for sale, guys. Yeah. You know, looking to either jump class, get out, try something different. So, probably a good winter segment to go through the classifies, just in case any of you out there are looking to spend. Yeah, there's half usually a, half a million bucks. There's
0: usually like a like a hot time is usually kind of January. It closes down maybe for a couple of weeks leading into farm show, and then a farm show deals seem to go down. You it picks right back up through March.
2: And you know why that is? I think a lot of guys are asking for things for Santa and you are waiting for that pro stock on the christmas tree you don't get it so then you got to go out and get your own maybe
0: yeah well there's there's let's go there then right in the classifieds the price on full metal jacket continues to come down it's down to 160 now
2: yeah and that's that one's been up for a while yeah and don't know any story any rumors behind that but
0: i think i I'm irresponsible speculation combined with a terrible memory at this point i think they he was looking to just get out of it only because there's another idea out there you know and there's there's a fair number of these guys who build these tractors like them uh you know that yeah they get it get it done play with it and the fun for them is the building and not not actually campaigning it so that might be the case there
2: yeah and i seen another one i believe today um was out of the uh european bobcat stable had uh went up for sale on sassy racing
0: oh okay i didn't see that, that
2: key or with a motor whatever your choice which was interesting they have the minis i think they have what three now
0: they have well i don't know if they're all um part of uh the dingering family or or some are owned by the boars or what the link up is there. common sponsor but uh, yeah i don't know i think on the mini side at least for the dingering side you know they're up to what lombata 23 or something now. like the roman numeral on the front they're gonna run out of space <clears throat> so, I did see one of those up for sale. Yeah, I missed that one. And another one I saw,
2: and I don't know if you've seen this, Charles, which was a little surprising, but I saw the Nasty Hooker up for sale today.
0: Really? Yep. No, where was that at?
2: Uh, I believe if you go to DHD or you go to Tony's page. I oh, think on I've Facebook? I've seen it on today, yeah.
0: I'm behind on my Facebook today. I had to have that job thing.
2: Which is. Uh, I don't know. You think that's maybe, I haven't heard any speculation on that, but maybe he's going to bring the mod out this year and doesn't have, you know, the resources to run three trucks.
0: Well, I can, for as much as he's got going on, I'd be surprised to see him try to even tackle three anyway. But uh, yeah, there, there may be some, some truth to that. As far as getting the mod done, I don't know. I don't know how close he is. Cause quite honestly with what Waggler has been up to in the last, I'm going to say 18 months since he's had the rolling chassis pretty much finished. The Duramax has gone, I'm going to say, two generations evolved from where it was when he started that project and when Kyle Michael is the only guy in the game really at that level with Duramax power. So, yeah, that, I mean, that may may be a part of it there.
2: Yeah, and I know that it sounds like with the uh, <clears throat> five rules that have been changed a little bit, maybe there's just no... Uh... No, no place for that truck, and you know he's just looking to concentrate on three six this year. Sure.
0: Yeah, that seems to be the case. Um, it, you know, it was built to prove a point, and I think he did. And so now it's time to shuffle it down the road. Um, somebody will have a good time with it, especially the way it looks. Yeah, you know? I
2: think it's. Uh, I think it's kind of uh, the look now. You know, we were at the PRI this weekend. We're not going to get that right now, but you know, we've seen the uh, bipolar. Mad Max edition. Yeah, and we'll get into that. It's, later. Start, like it's to starting to come that. into
0: pulling, but the funny thing is, you contrast that with what was out at SEMA really, and it's kind of like the, the rat rod thing was kind of three four years ago. It's sort of over.
2: Yeah, I know. Well, I, yeah, and that's kind of, I. It was like say in the in the hot rod world, it was you know f- three four years ago. That oh, seem huge. like It's kind of gone away. Yeah. but I don't know. I I don't think that ever loses it's vintage when
0: it's uh, done right and like with mad max i think it's gorgeous i love what they did um especially and it seems like such a silly detail but what they did with the exhaust
1: yeah just to because
0: everybody does the zoomies or the funny car style zoomies do something different you know all it says is exhaust has to discharge vertically well it does yeah let's
2: i'll get into that right now being that we sidetracked and i figured it would go this way but me and Drew were down at uh, PRI this weekend, which is a great show. I've never been there. And just the amount of vehicles and yeah. sponsors and parts and uh, everything from you know drill bits all the way up to full blown chassis. I mean, everybody from everybody's there. and we were talking to um, Alan Kane was there. okay, and uh, from the polar uh, polar camp there, air compressor. And One of our
0: fine sponsors here on PRN. Fine,
2: yep, and that's why I kind of wanted to bring it up. And super nice guy. He, I mean, you see him NTPA, He, he's yeah. He supports, he supports PRN. He supports, and even he was saying, he supports as much as he can because he really loves the sport. Yeah, and, uh, I think
0: he puts money up even too for like the decal poll in, in March and stuff like even that. Even some more local stuff. Yeah.
2: And uh, so it was funny. We're sitting there, I'm looking at the uh, two-wheel drive and, you know, I've seen a lot of, Pulling trucks from ten feet or fifteen feet, and you look at him, and you're like, "Wow, that's nice." Then you get up to them and th- yeah, there's it's the fifteen footer. Yeah, right?
0: there's plenty. Of, as I was gonna say, yeah, there's plenty of thirty foot gorgeous in pulling.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and I can tell you, this is not one.
0: No, I wouldn't think so.
2: This, we walked up, we were talking to him, and you know he was showing us around the truck, and he had the uh, fabricator there that helped him build that, and he said it took him about seven months. Every night, every possible minute that they had not running the business to build this thing. And, Hmm. you know, he was saying that they'd have it together and something didn't look right and they'd tear it apart and change the front end and change this and change that. And, you know, it just when you look at it, you can tell. I mean, the shifter was like a shotgun handle. Yeah. And the the bearing and the, the guard to the hand throttle was all water jet and lots of CNC parts of and every I no, steering, mean, yeah, steering wheel welded chain. Yes. Yeah. Steering wheel welded chain. And then you even go by the wheel weld tubs and he's got the, the vintage, uh, ammo leather bags. I don't know. Yeah. Not, you know, like not civil war. We're not sure what time period, but I mean just to have, like you said, that level of detail on every turn, there aren't every many bolt. There are like that. And so he told us how he got, and this, this is the story I really wanted to get to is he said, they got it done. They brought it out. You know, we've seen videos. Everybody loved it. They spent all the time. And I think they were in, is it Hillsboro? NTPA Jeez. where he launched the supercharger on that?
0: Oh, I missed that. I don't know.
2: And so he launches a supercharger. and says they get it back. Some damage done, so they need to fix it. Well, he gets a supercharger in, and it's black, matte black. The one they had on there was chrome. They put it on there. He says... Didn't, didn't look right. He says, this doesn't work. And the guy's like, what do you mean it doesn't work? Doesn't work for the truck. Send the rims, all the... Everything that was chrome, the rings around the headlights, the stacks, Because well, the, they did change the look of it, so they yeah, went blacked all so, that out. So, so just because the blower, the header... I mean, he went to a huge level of detail to match the blower. And I just... Mm. It's something I wouldn't maybe do but i'm just the level of detail in yeah. that thing. if you're at a pole i guess the point here is and you get a chance to get up close really look at that thing because that is a masterpiece not
0: that it makes any difference but i am curious is that thing a wrap or is that actually painted
2: uh to me i didn't ask
0: but i just assumed it was a wrap yeah kind of figured just because it, cause of the it detail. doesn't matter yeah it doesn't matter but i thought that's It'd be cool if it was actual paint. i you know new level of respect you know yeah but it
2: uh definitely a cool piece and just wanted to bringing it up a because he is a sponsor and he's very dedicated to the sport and just a super nice guy he took out his uh his time to walk us around and tell us stories very nice and, you know um run poles and going through some poles and actually walked us around to all his different air compressors and if you've never seen a polar air compressor uh, i in can't action, say that i
0: personally have ever seen one no
2: me and drew are talking to him and you know you can hear like almost like a belt squeaking we're kind of looking around, and he's like, You know, don't know if it's a mouse or something, and it's, it's actually the air compressor running, and you cannot even hear it. So then he says, Well, let me turn it up to full load, you know. So he turns up to full load, and the thing's probably like 30 decibels. That's impressive, you know. And to me, it was just amazing when you look at that I air heard compressor. That it's a work, once again, just another testament to the engineering detail. and detail. I mean, fittings are chrome and he actually had a the one and i don't know if this is an option on all of them but you know you get the the condensation in the bottom of the tank and you kind of got to roll on the floor and yeah. get on there and try and get the pepcock oh and yeah on his you walk over nail a button done pff, automatically drains the Swag. uh the uh condensation out of the
0: tank so yeah just so, pretty he cool. came on the scene i really wasn't aware of, of polar even as a compressor company pretty much you know you know dad's got an ancient craftsman that you can't replace just because it's so old or, or talk overbuilt with, or talk in the barn when it's running <laughs> but uh, yeah uh actually it, that one isn't terrible but it's not huge but then the other one that i always knew growing up but i won't i won't say it because bowler's air is such a fine sponsor but it's the it's the one with a khaki tank and the red logo
2: yep i got one <laughs>
0: <clears> they <throat> have to and, build a wall around so that you can hear in your own shop
2: yeah and that's once again that was kind of a custom air compressor back in the day and now you go into every Family, farm, and home, and yeah, TSC, and kind of everywhere. So yeah. just uh, if, you, if you are in the uh, market for an air compressor, I think, knowing what I know now, I would spend the extra money to get
0: one. No extra advertising fees were paid for this message. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, bringing it back to, um, we started with Burkhardt and wound up there, but uh, the, the local 2.5 stuff. Some changes are going on with uh, some area trucks I know of. Uh, some we can mention names for, some we can't because it's been publicly talked about. Um, Adam Higgins, who debuted his new truck, same same as you coming out this summer, has already said, forget it, done, go on open driveline. I uh, haven't actually talked to him about it, but you know, the assumption <laughs> is the whistle will get bigger to go along with that.
2: Yeah, and I think that, that could be a, a whole segment in itself, but I really just think a lot of the guys, you know, haven't had that platform in Michigan ever no and you know I think it's a, it'll be a good stepping stone I think like we talked about for the sport some regional stuff you know I don't know how far there's gonna go I still I don't know if you've even seen Charles have you seen any updated rules or any rules set in stone for all the things we talked about in the show three four weeks ago as far as no.
0: NTPA? or as far as which which organization?
2: Like the, all the NTBA updated rules, I guess.
0: I haven't actually seen anything published. As far as I know, it's all been passed, and it's still showing on the tech page. And, and I think the the heading at the top where it says, you know, preliminary pending meetings, et cetera, that language has been deleted. So I think whatever was proposed, it's all in. probably the only thing that didn't go through, is, as we all know, and, and really there was some a lot, of, a lot of gnashing of teeth about it, was the uh, air restrictors on the super stock diesels that got tabled for a year and personally i hope it stays that way forever but that's that's into another thing um i do as far as rules locally i guess i did see uh you probably have your finger on the pulse of this better than i the michigan trucker tractor pullers on the west side have now matched thumbs to five class rules
2: yeah i did see that and i was uh you know talking with joe and i think that's a uh, once again a good thing it's kind of the you know we're hoping now that you have the three-inch smoothbore class where you can potentially go, you know, all over the state, all over the country. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, this is still a feeder class. It's 1,000 horse. It's down. It's, you can build 800. You can build something competitive that, you know, you need to take it to the next level. Yeah. So I think it's, I still think it's a good class. Um, and I think the three-inch class will continue to grow. I've heard, talking to Jared Glover, who's really the spearhead yeah I know trying to get this in wolverine he's saying he's, he they got a meeting he, scheduled yeah i think it's thursday this week is it is it so, so as you
0: hear this show that meeting will be going on right yeah yeah today sorry yeah the theater to mind
2: <laughs> so i think that uh hopefully they said they get about 10 guys that are you know on the fence that are looking to do it which would be awesome i'd love to see it
0: i think it'd be a help to wolverine too um they've let's be honest uh, you know they've in the marketplace within the state of Michigan, you go to fair convention. They've seen their hooks dwindle, and it's not because they're doing anything wrong. They just, for the economy being, in Michigan being what it is, they price themselves out of the market for the show they provide. So I think adding adding like a three zero or three sixty six smoothbore class gives them something to help justify what they're up to, and, and maybe steal some back some of the pulls that MTTP or TTPA has, has taken from them in recent years, or or conversely get second nights, second dates uh, in some of these places and, and just grow it a little bit in Michigan. That'd be good. That would be good, and we're all hoping that works. So. Yeah, and there is uh, there is a rumor that uh, a – this is one where we won't drop names, but uh, a 2.5 truck from Thumb is on its way out, and a three zero truck will be replacing it. By your face, I can tell you haven't heard this one. No, I have okay. not. Well, I'll uh, in off mic, okay? But uh, that's that's in the rumor mill. Um, so that uh checks off that one, that one, <laughs> some of the stuff we were talking about. Uh, one we got uh, we got a little tip off on uh, yesterday is uh, this is another one where I'll keep the name redacted just in case. But uh, a two wheel drive truck puller from Ontario was uh, inbound to Michigan on his way to Minnesota to buy a new truck and trying to put uh, two and two together. I know uh, Kilmeyer had uh, tapped out, or whatever they call it, uh, their tea bucket up for sale here this fall. So it's safe to assume, potentially, that uh, that truck will be relocated just to our east within, well, he may even be on his way back today or tomorrow. Yeah, I think that's a testament to
2: know how far sidetracks will go. We actually have people at the borders (laughs) inspecting cars and pullers to see why they're leaving the state and what they're coming back with.
0: Getting us the straight dope.
2: So we just got to get someone on the Ohio border. I think it'd be a little more effective or the Indiana border. Yeah.
0: Why don't we have customs on the Ohio line anyway? Oh <laughs> 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 uh, boy. Speaking of Ohio based uh, pullers, uh, Carlton Cope has entered in pro stock class at Gordyville. I don't, he did not apply for farm show. Uh, but there's a talk that he'll have two tractors at Gordyville. He's working on a new Light Pro. Really? Yeah, it will also be a V8 Massey, conveniently enough. Class rules 540. Perkins made one of those. And that he's going to run Light it's supposed Pro? Supposed to be a light, light Pro, Region 2 Light Pro. Okay. So that'd be, that'd be something to look forward to. Uh, Bill Voris, selling out of American Thunder. He claims he's retired for the third time. And people are clamoring for him to come back into pro stock. He could certainly do it. I mean, he was—he's one of the legends in pro stock from back in the '80s and into the early 1990s. But um, if his if if his intention is to truly retire, <coughs> retire. It, he, this is a disease. You can't get away from it. I would suspect he'd maybe come back more either with a Light Pro or a 4.1. So this would be more like a Brett Favre retirement, would it be? Yeah, <laughs> yeah something like that. Yeah, because I know yeah. I've
2: heard that. Like you said from him, yeah, I don't know, four times. Yeah, he'll put the thing up for sale.
0: I'm retiring, and then seven or eight months later, hey, what do you know? Look at this new chassis I got. You know, so
2: you always wonder how a guy like that, if there's any truth to your speculation here, that how do you go from 12,000 horsepower to anything else.
0: I don't know. It's it just seems be impossible. So addicting, but for the money and for the investment, though, you're gonna spend whatever he spent, especially going all the way to Australia to run Noonan Hemi's, um, and and have to run five of them and keep at least one spare going. And and if you're, I think, what did Unlimited have has last year? Twelve or fourteen hooks. And with the you know the no pull off rules and crap, if you're lucky, you maybe get to run it 16 times. You could build a light pro and run it 35 and still be money ahead. I think I'd rather run the light pro 35 times.
2: And so you get 35 hooks out of one motor, or you probably need about 20 motors to go 16. <laughs> 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 right? Yeah,
0: yeah. If you're really gonna, if you're really gonna push hard, and especially if you know if, if Bowers had been in with uh, you know running a full unlimited campaign or something, because man, do they push the crap out of the stuff that they run, and you're going to have to match them if you want to beat them. So it's something to something to see going forward.
2: Yeah, and I would like to, uh, you know, what's interesting to digress with the, you know, the unlimited mods, to me, you know, you look at the PPL versus the NTPA, and it really seems yeah. like the PPL may have the cornerstone on, on the unlimited mod. Not saying that they have the best tractors, but it just seems like they have... More well, true. And all it,
0: in unlimited, it will beat a PPL tractor. But a PPL tractor versus an NTPA mod, there is some subtle rules variations. The PPL tractors are stronger. Yes, they they just are.
2: It, you know, it seems like a lot more sponsorship on the PPL, big sponsorship on the PPL side yeah. from the unlimited. So
0: yeah, they well, took a while. Yeah, you know, sidetracked. The PPL has done a very good job leveraging lucas oil money and and associates and affiliates through the lucas oil corporation to be able to to say look we got these 10 companies who's our frontline top guys let's get these names on each one of these vehicles because that's what's going to be featured on tv we're going to get the exposure so you know you get geico you get tonka you get protect the harvest you get well, mav tv you mav TV on yeah. down the line yeah so that and that's what they're doing and Hey, more power to them, Good, you know, it's it's a good model, uh, to to push it one farther, uh, and actually get back onto the hot stove a little bit too, with the mod class entry at farm show. It's PPL versus Breckberg.
2: Yeah, I was. Yeah, I didn't want to. I was like, say, that's kind of where this all came up. I was looking through the, uh, you know, all the classes and kind of trying to see, like, you know, is there an even ratio of PPL the to ntpa and it's not as easy once you get into some of the other classes because so many guys you know like in the pro stock there's not yeah you know that seems like that's one where they kind of jump yeah it's back, back and, and forth and because the, the rules are probably a little more similar than more like the the super stock or yeah. something else but i definitely seen you know some kind of domination there in in, yeah. the, in the unlimited mod
0: it would be interesting to see too if um, Brett Berg even makes it the farm show because the chassis is for sale. It's got whatever 7 years on it or something. It's probably getting a little bit fatigued and so um, I assume he's rebuilding. Uh, they did list the motors off the mini rods for sale, they're keeping the mini chassis. And for the models the opposite, the motors I think were kept and the chassis is for sale. Um, if I'm wrong on that, somebody'll correct me, but yeah, he may see a new new money maker I'm pretty I'm spring. pretty sure he has the resources to be there. I mean he wants to. Think so. Yeah. I do think so. Well, I didn't really have too much else on the news front. Or the gossip front either, I guess.
2: Nick, you got anything on the uh, gossip front? Um, no.
0: No. Does that push us into uh, doing the birthdays? I believe so. I just got to get it pulled up here. Uh, dead air, the best thing in radio. Yeah,
2: we should have had this...
0: I should have yeah, it no. better planned or went to a break, but we know we can't That's do right. that. We we can. We're a podcast. We can edit. Yeah, sorry. Take your time. Oh my god. Take your time. Nobody's waiting
2: for you. Take a call. Have a cup of coffee. Have a, have a nice bagel. Take a little nap. Fine.
1: All right, I'm ready. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna sit here and keep playing drops till you guys got your butts in gear.
0: <laughs> should I start while you still thumb yeah, Go ahead. Okay. As you hear this, debuting on Thursday, December 15th, we uh, send a happy birthday out to uh, a couple of modified pullers uh, from North Carolina. Stan Shelton, one of those PPL guys we were just uh, talking about, he turns 49. And Brian Diekman, the Rat Poison, Twin Allison, um, Light Unlimited now, is 43. I don't know if you had anybody else on.
2: I'm glad I pulled it up because I don't.
0: For Dave. Okay. We move into Friday. Uh, we got a couple of guys who are uh, 10 farm pullers here in the Thumb of Michigan. Jeff Schultze is 32 and Kirk Kalig is 37. We also want to say uh, happy birthday on Friday to uh, one of our, our buddies we got to meet out there in uh, the state of New York doing a lot of great uh, videotaping work and coverage on ESP and, and NYTPA and, and Western New York hot, or pro farm pullers and that. Steve Kenyon from Kenyon Clips has his birthday on Friday and also. Um, a special person, I guess, to me a little bit, uh, who really started the social media thing um, on the internet as far as pulling goes. I think this is the first one. It was the original, uh, the original Midnight Mistress message board, and that's Fonda Bar. Her birthday is on Friday as well. Nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For Saturday, uh, Light Limited Superstock puller. Out of uh, Kentucky. The Haywire McCormick. Jamie Barger is 42. Um, well, that's it for... Oh, then uh, Antique Puller from uh, Southern Michigan with a case. Frank DeGroff has his birthday also on Saturday.
2: Keep going.
0: Okay. Uh, we'll move right into Sunday then. Uh, Eugene Lindeman, another uh, Michigan-based diesel puller, uh, is 34. Kyle Woodruff it turns 25, runs a light pro out of uh, Southern Ohio, and that's it on Sunday for me. Keep going. Okay. On um, Monday, <laughs> CEO of the Outlaw Pullers, Doug Roberts. Happy birthday to him out there in Carthage, Missouri. Keep going? hmm I'll okay. tell you when. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tuesday the boss man with full pull productions in Pennsylvania and Western parts of New York. Rick Fike, is 59. And next Wednesday, uh, here in the thumb diesel pro Stock puller, Don Error is 58. I'm out of stuff to say. Yeah. I got a couple for the following week, so we'll just leave it at that. Leave it at that. Okay. Birthdays are done. And with that, we're going to head on to our first break of the evening. This is sidetracked <laughs> on the pulling radio network. Life Media Tech is your one-stop shop for multimedia, photography, videography, live event productions, and web systems and infrastructure design and maintenance. Life Media can handle it all. Drew and I trust Life Media to use years of experience to bring sidetrack to you each and every week. Isn't it a time that you did the same? Serving Metro Detroit and the Blue Water area, contact Life Media directly at 810-689-4151. That's Life Media, 810-689-4151. And we're back with Sidetracked on the Polling Radio Network. And uh, for segment two, we're going to get looking into uh, previewing a little bit of a gossip session, maybe on the uh, upcoming some of the upcoming winter polls uh, here in, in a few weeks. Uh, first weekend of January, you've got uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at uh, Alltel Arena in Lexington, Kentucky. It's the uh, Kentucky Invitational. Same weekend is also Gordyville out in Illinois. And a couple weeks after that is um, NTPA's deal in Cloverdale. And of course, the farm show in February, uh, the big one everybody knows about. Yeah, and can't they get together and not have two indoor pulls on the same
2: weekend? Yeah. It's not, it's not like it's the summer. And there's like right. 100 polls, and, you know, people just pick them and there's overlap and stuff over. But these are like the big indoor polls, And every year it seems like we have some that are the same weekend.
0: Yeah, and I think this is the same sort of problem that, that we see in the summer actually. It gets reflected too with the calendar causing date flops for fairgrounds. You know, they'll have to change a weekend every, what is it, every fourth year they got to change a weekend because they'll lose their carnival because the calendar has now flipped to where you're off weekend by date. And I think that was kind of the thing that happened here. Really, yeah, usually Gordyville is the week after um, uh, the Kentucky Invitational, but with the first of the year coming on a Sunday, uh, that early weekend was it isn't there. And I know with uh, with Altel Arena being on the Kentucky Horse Park, um there's horse shows and stuff in there so pretty much you know, like this is the weekend we got either take it or leave it but damn I, horses yeah
2: i hate horses
0: well but really as far as the classes they run though it really doesn't there's no overlap too much it, there's some pro farms that maybe would would cross over and and light limited super stocks yes and really if you wanted to hedge your bets and you were a dedicated light limited super puller, you could do both events because light limited supers will run session 1 on Thursday in in lexington session two which is a different group of guys is on friday yes there's a finals on saturday night but if you don't make the finals on saturday night in kentucky you can get your butt over to illinois and run saturday afternoon and make gordyville and actually tom haynes uh with the white lies out of kentucky is dual entered
2: yeah i can tell you the, the only thing i see there's a difference between summer pulling and winter pulling yeah and to say you know in the summer you're like uh, this pull starts at two. This one starts at seven. Yeah. If I get early hook and I get guys to unload the weights, and yeah. if I can get there, we can get it off. And then when you go to the winter, it's like you got to heat the oil pans, yeah. you got to put on the smoke tubes, you got to you got to wrap the tires, you gotta you know put it in the trailer. You got to do all these yeah. things to get it ready. So maybe
0: not the guys, and not the guys don't take it really serious because they do. But it's supposed to be a little bit more fun. It's a little bit yeah. more relaxed. Yeah, a little bit more enjoyable. I'm a little disappointed you missed my uh.
2: My comment there.
0: Which one was that?
2: I said damn horses.
0: (laughs) My girls ride them just like yours. (laughs) I know, that's why I said damn horses. I'm becoming immune to it anymore, I tell you. (laughs) Such a thing.
2: This could almost be a rant session here.
0: Yeah, I could. You know, what is it with these hay rockets anyway? (laughs) Oh, that's the sport of kings... Not if you get near my damn semi. it's not they're so majestic,
1: <laughs> yeah, they are yeah sport of Kings you can only afford them if you are one. Have you ever thought it was majestic when it was shitting on your
0: toes or pissing so hard it's actually bouncing back in your eyeballs, yeah, real majestic. <laughs> and to know that every time
2: they take a shit is either the money you spent to feed them or the sawdust you went to clean the shit up,
0: yeah. You can find me a horse that costs more than Bill Vorice Unlimited all turned out and you know what? Damn thing still only likes a rotten apple. Oh yeah, real intelligent beast there. Swat its ass watch it take off on you. Mind of its own, that's the problem. You know the only thing with those is I always
2: wonder It's like if it really came down to it and there was someone that said it's either your husband or your horse.
0: Oh, sh- there's tons of women who choose a horse every time. I, I'd I run I'd just yeah. run because I yeah. know the answer yeah I already know the answer I'm not even gonna wait for it I'm just gone yeah, well yeah. yeah as Drew would say you'll have that on the big jobs where what do you think Drew's doing right now
1: besides smoking profusely and cussing a lot I, well he, he's got a buddy helping him so I'm pretty sure that's all he's doing helping him or is the other guy doing all the work and he's supervising he's cussing a lot and smoking
0: uh, okay all right. Just wanted to make sure.
2: <laughs> Where were we? Talking about Drew and what we think he's doing
1: right now. Oh,
2: well, yeah.
1: Or not doing. Or not doing.
2: I think he pretty much is probably doing the same thing he'd be doing on this show. He'd be sitting back.
0: Well, minus s- the smoking part, at least in studio. In
2: studio, drinking a beer, and probably talking about Nothing.
0: A lot.
1: A lot of hot air, which is the thing he's trying to install in his truck tonight. (laughs) You wouldn't think he'd need any more of that in his truck. Oh,
2: boy. Yeah. Poor Drew. We feel for him tonight. I don't. I don't either.
0: (laughs) Way to sell it, boys. Well,
2: it's funny because me and Drew went on a little road trip this weekend, right? And so Drew says he's going to drive. So we get in the truck and we get going down the road and, you know, it turns on the heater and it sounds like... It sounds like an episode of Gold Rush when they're putting like uh, when they start dumping the rocks down the Trummel. This is kind of what it sounds like for five hours. Is a episode of Gold Rush where they're like, "Yep, still no gold. Put some more in the Trummel. <laughs> like, like, like when you screw up and a spoon
0: falls in the garbage disposal and you don't know it. <laughs> yeah,
2: it sounded real similar to that for about uh, fifteen hours. I would say we heard that the whole. Drew, you had all summer. I know. I know, but I didn't turn it on in the summer. So that was his excuse for... Like, it hasn't been cold for like a month. I know. And then he's like, you know, the other problem is I cut the cord on the the block heater. I don't know if this thing's going to start. I need to get this done. So it's like, Drew, it's going to be negative five here on Thursday. He's calling Sunday. At like 3 o'clock, we're driving in a snowstorm trying to find a black heater. Of-
0: I think he's got a salamander in the garage. You should just aim that at the front of the truck at about 5 a.m. and go inside and have a cup of coffee and a smoke. And I think it's time to break
2: the Saturn back out. That's yeah. what I think.
0: Yeah. Well, the angry grandpa wagon's coming back out this weekend, too, so that the truck can get isolated from the salt. But uh, anyway, We digress. So Woody, as
2: far as we, me and Charles were kind of going through, we don't want to bore you with all the, the no, lineups of no. each uh, um, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But I was talking to Charles, which is interesting to me. I went down to the uh, Winter Nationals last year um, in Culverdale, which planning on going again, if we can get a couple couple guys to go, which I it's a great show. I mean, I've been to Gordyville um <clears throat> i think gordyville like we've said it's 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 more intimate it sure right is, yeah. i mean it's you don't get the people there the pullers i don't think you'll beat that
0: anywhere no as far as an atmosphere where the entire crowd is nothing but pullers i mean it's all yeah it's it's real grassroots it's the real deal
2: yeah and then you got you know and then you got louisville which is the other spectrum
0: yeah, I mean, not that there isn't hardcore fans there, but it, there is a, the majority of the people in the building, I would say, are the more casual fan, which is fine. There's yep. nothing wrong with that.
2: Yep. And then you got Culverdale, which I think is kind of cool because it's you're in the middle. Yeah, right? it probably is. And when I say that, it's not a huge arena. And yeah. this is my wife went down last year and she loved it because my wife, we watch pulling on TV or we go to an event and she doesn't really like the two wheel drives and she doesn't really like the minis. Those are probably her least she's a diesel fan yeah. right and that's why I married her and if she doesn't stay that way she's gone so she understands that
0: <laughs> you want to go back to that horse conversation <laughs>
2: <laughs> but she thought it was real cool when we're down there and the minis take off and Adam Bauer and all those guys and they are literally blowing the lights yeah off the ceiling they're blowing the heaters off the ceiling shaking and your soul and when you get down to the end your soul your soul is is yeah. just I mean right to the core. Yeah. You can feel every tire turn of those minis down at the end. And, and they got
0: space for, what, 330-foot track, too. So, I mean, yeah. you're – well, 330 is the end. I mean, that's literally all there is. But, I mean, no other indoor pool has that.
2: No, and like say, so I think if you have the opportunity, you know, maybe a pick one of the three, it's a tough call for me which one yeah. they, to go to, I guess, because they're all maybe a little bit different in the fact that you, you at Gordyville, I think you're as close.
0: Yeah. And – Really, yeah. in terms of drive time across the three events, from at least from here where we're at here in Eastern Michigan, it's yeah. You could your drive time and, and what you're going to spend on hotel and your cost involved and all that. It's going to be the same. Well, Louisville's going to be more expensive, yeah. but you know, drive time and all that. It's going to be the same for everything. Yeah,
2: in Louisville, you're more in the stadium to where Covardale, yeah. you're kind of still closer, still in the bleachers, yeah. you're still fifty feet away, and you get. It's not a
0: concrete building. You're in yeah. an aluminum stand on the same concrete as the track is on, and yeah. pretty
2: cool. So. Just a little insight, if anybody's out there wondering, you know, got to get your fix, wondering which one to go to. That's you know, kind of like your three one. options. You know, you got, you know, Gordyville, which is a little small, a little intimate. Maybe Winter Nationals in the middle, and then you got the Big Show.
0: Yeah, I think the well, there's a lot other indoor. I don't want to slight anybody, but maybe the, maybe the fourth one in that. After, especially if you're watching as much as I could this past winter, I'd say Keystone out in Pennsylvania.
2: Yeah, but that's just as far as the drive. It's a, it's like a drive saying, for us. That's,
0: drive, that's right? A, yeah, and that's another, you know, whatever four or five hours again, at least from again from where we're
1: sitting. So that's a consideration. That's well, a regional. When concern. are we getting that uh, sidetracked private jet?
2: Um, well, I know that it was like when we we had it priced out. It was right at a million. Is that and we we're only about like was 90, that a, was that, think, that on the shit timeshare one?
0: nine
1: hundred ninety-nine
0: thousand nine hundred ninety-nine 000, dollars short. I think uh, so. Oh geez no problem. Okay, okay. well, we have to uh, talk to the accounting team and the advertising team and get them to work a little harder in two thousand seventeen.
2: But I think it, it was a
0: bargain. We might be able to narrow the gap by both cents.
2: <laughs> it was a bargain compared to a New Air Force One at forty billion. So yeah, well, I think.
0: Ours doesn't need to be bulletproof with, you know, onboard radar and yeah. missile command capabilities, you know, maybe a, a, a missile, but
1: I'll <laughs> oh, come on. If you're going to put one on, let's, let's have some fun.
0: Okay. So we won't belly mount. We'll put one on each wing. How's that? Fair hey, enough. Yeah. At least some turrets. At least some yes. turrets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, make sure we have limiters on it though. So that, uh. The one who isn't here doesn't spin it around and shoot the rotor the rotor right off of it. And I you know the only problem is we'd have to get Andrew like a smoking balcony because you don't go like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: as soon as we got the ground he need like a smoking balcony to well, go Well,
0: If we own the plane, you, we can go back to, you know, nineteen eighties rules, you can smoke on the plane. That's true.
2: <laughs> I don't know that was you let that fly? Even if it's personal. Know. I don't know.
1: That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, I know even on a private plane you still can't use a cell phone.
0: Good point. I don't know. I have to go back to working on the pilot's license I'm not working on to be able to tell you that.
1: Yeah. You know, we're clearly having a very riveting show here based on the uh, raptured attention being given <laughs> by our in-studio audience today. i was yeah. say, it,
2: our in-studio, look, man, the in-studio guest is really quiet. I turn around, five
0: minutes in, out yeah. cold. <laughs> Peanut Gallery's <laughs> been asleep now for 40 minutes. <laughs>
2: I don't think it's much different than our audience.
0: That's probably true. If you're an insomniac, tune into Sidetrack Thursday nights. Ah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez.
1: All right, what do you got next? Uh, I don't know. I was oh, more dead air. Good, yeah. <laughs> no, I, was, I just. I did a quick run
0: through on uh, looking at particularly, you know, Gordyville, because with with Cloverdale, you kind of know who's going to be in the way they set it up. You know, top ten of the points are automatic. And after that, it's you know, top runners behind that for whoever you know to replace whoever can't, can't or won't be making the journey. Um, and actually, a, a, at this juncture, I'll take it take a minute and say, look, uh, a name that is missing off all these sheets and uh, somebody that uh, we're certainly thinking about uh, is Esden Lane. Yep. Um, we had hoped to maybe see him this winter, but I understand that, you know he's still still battling. He's going to be okay, from what I understand, it, but. I do get a little bit nervous that there's so much silence surrounding it, so our, our thoughts in first with Esden for recovery, and, and hopefully things are going smooth.
2: I would have to agree I want to know, just not the same without Esden. It
0: just isn't the same. It just isn't the same. But uh, yeah, running through a couple things, uh, I see for both uh, Farm Show and uh, uh, Gordyville, somebody we've, we've actually approached about having on the show, we just haven't been able to hook it up yet, uh, Greg Harmon, and Preparation H is uh, entered in pro stock in both both places, so be interesting to see how it how it fares. We finally got to see it see it run in anger quite a bit this summer, a little bit, at least in our area. I know they traveled to Ohio a little bit uh, the year before, and uh, laid down some runs. So, uh, but there's potential there. They made some changes um, this summer to it uh, to the chassis, particularly. So, see how that goes for them. Yeah, and the <clears throat> like I said, I think. But,
2: this year at the Farm Machinery Show, we don't want to get into all the classes. No. And
0: uh, we'll have a show dedicated just to this because we'll it is we'll the our biggest. F- we'll do our Farm Show yep, p- Picks our- episode like we did last year, You know, probably in late January.
2: But there were two classes added this year, right, that were probably yeah. noteworthy, which I thought was kind of cool. And it, I, you heard a lot of rumblings last year at the end of the show about potentially bringing you know these classes back and they did which is yeah. you know I think it's it's a testament to them just to to know that they're listening to the fans mm-hmm. they're listening to what people want to see and you, they're bringing it back so I thought that was kind of cool that they brought those two new um
0: yeah letting them
2: classes back
0: letting limited pros come in and and there's a demand out there for them to, to see them and and bringing the mod four wheel drives back I know they were disappointed when they got kicked out of it and I like the revamp schedule a little bit too that's you know, it's always thought of as like you know, don't ever criticize farm show, don't ever criticize farm show, they'll never let you in. You won't be able to buy tickets, you won't be able to pull there, blah, 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 blah. Well, I'll be honest, I went for I think eight or nine years in a row in the early two thousands, and I stopped going because I was getting bored. And it's and the last time I went was two thousand eight. And it's taken till now for really other than the switch from the the mod fours to the diesel trucks for a real change, and they changed up the order too. Uh, Modifieds and diesel supers are no longer, you know, s- sorry you guys who pull on Wednesday night, but they're no longer exiled into Wednesday night, where it's the only time you can see them. So it's it's nice to to see some changes and and some some thought go in there.
2: Yeah, there's some real to me, you know, when they're bringing out the announcements, there's some real surprises this year. I'm not sure how the committee comes about yeah. picking, but it's I guess on the other hand, it, to me it's kind of nice because it's not okay, go to um, the Farm Machinery Show and see the same top five that you're going to see at the Winter Nationals in Culverdale, right? There's a mix of... Uh, guys that, you know, don't get the pull there. And, you know, for those guys that don't, and it's their first time, I just can't imagine the thrill of getting that letter, you know, and being able to participate in something like that. I know
0: there's a a surprising number, at least to me, of guys who who didn't apply this year. They're taking the year off to rebuild and and what have you, which is fine, I understand that. But it seems like there's more than usual. And uh, beyond that, you know, along with the sameness of what the show was in prior years, we did our pick show last year, I kind of laughed about it because it's like you could almost you consider these go down each class and be like yep that guy's gonna win yep that guy's gonna win that guy's gonna win and surprisingly we actually got a fair number of them right um but this year I don't know it's gonna be harder
2: yeah there's a few like you said that are automatic that aren't in there and it's kind of cool so it'll yeah m- mix the show up mix the uh points up a little bit in the contest
0: yeah so that'll be fun when we get into that a little bit um I don't know, of local interest to us here in here in Michigan at least as far as the farm show goes um take note that uh Lee butts and Steve Francis both uh, internationals from here in Thumb, are in the same uh session so that's kind of be nice to see how the two of them them stack up I know they kind of go at each other a little bit in region two friendly of course but you know there's there's some rivalry there. only off the track it's friendly like everybody else says. it is yeah totally um,
2: the other thing with, when we were talking about the which is similar to um the farm show when we look on the light pro i don't believe that light pro was on the winter nationals last year i went it was I don't not recall no. and like i say once again Actually nice to see some variety nice to see some change <sighs> that you know they're adding classes like this to some of these events and it's not just the same grand national that you see weekend and week out
0: right and i don't remember what uh what they're replacing at cloverdale but i think there was there was some discussion when it was announced Whenever it was, it's, it's got to be seven, eight months ago now. What the schedule schedule's going to be for for 2017? That kind of the idea with that event is to keep it sort of rotating a little bit, so that everybody kind of gets a chance. You know, some some of your Halo quote unquote classes are probably going to be there every year, but um, other ones, yeah, they'll they'll keep keep cycling through. So that's kind of kind of good to see.
2: And then uh, also, I guess from that, right the some other Michigan highlights that you had for oh, yeah. the, the the farm machinery show.
0: Yeah, the um, other Super Farm session on Thursday night. I mean, this is like the the Region 2 rematch class or something. Um, you know, Nick Capozo, Cruel Intentions, Deer, was number two on uh, Region 2 points. John Silsby and Crop Doctor's in that group. Dave Whalen, My Last Excuses, is in there. Brooke Ferris and Absolutely Nuts is also in there. Um Mike Pribal and top priority. It's another uh, Region Two machine. So, yeah, it's it's kind of like a Region Two rematch. Surprisingly absent, though, is the Region Two champion. And I know they applied, and they were Hammer Hank and uh, like a bunch. They were not too happy about it. But I mean, hey, like we like you like you said, I don't know what the criteria is there. And who knows? It seems like it was put them all in a hat and <laughs> pick them <laughs> all. And if that's the case, <laughs> fine. You know. I forget who was I was having a conversation with it wasn't you know necessarily related to the show but uh, you know I was looking at some when I think when the list first came out I was going through it and yeah I'd seen that the, they were out and I don't mean this is a knock on on Harmons but you know they were in despite only running I don't know 6 7 times last there this past summer but if you're if you look at it from their perspective where you're trying to put on a show Here's this unique tracker. It doesn't look like anything else that's out there. You, if you have your finger on the pulse of pulling, you know what went into it to build it. There's, there's no junk. Everything's off the top shelf. Yeah, of course I want that in my show, but it's not proven. I think. and it's well, that's the other thing too. Could it come up and just sucker punch these guys?
2: Yep. Yeah. And you know, on the short track, we've talked about before. It's pretty tough when you look at and we've pulled that low little uh facebook thing to came up today it said uh you know when it when you review your history it comes up and had a picture of me and steve and everybody i don't know if you've seen it but when we pulled in gordyville okay yeah yeah and uh man you really have to know the track know the setup yeah you're at a real disadvantage if you've never pulled i would have a hard time and not that i'm telling you guys what to do but if you've never pulled indoors you've never pulled on that track it's it's really tough to nail the
0: setup the first year. Not only that, everybody I've ever talked to about the Gordyville track, they all say, "Leave the Superman cape at home and put on the training wheels because you are going to get pulled down hard." Oh yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's uh, interesting. You brought that up. I don't know that I had noticed this before, but it looks like it, you know, since the last time I looked at the Gordyville entry list, which was probably I don't know about three weeks ago, they got that east versus west three zero shootout thing in there now.
2: Yeah, and I did hear that, which is awesome, and I cannot tell you. The last time that they had trucks in Gordyville, I know I've got five or vi- six years ago at least. I've got video. Uh, this has got to be going back to maybe 2010. Okay. And, you know, when they had the shut, when we had Shides and Daryl actually pulled out yeah. there and Steve. Yeah. And that year, I believe they
0: had two classes of diesel trucks. And yeah, didn't they have a single charger and then an open or something? Yep. Yeah. And
2: it it was awesome, but it was. Definitely hard to navigate around that arena yeah. when you can't just pick the front end up and get no. it on, get it off. And you know, I think that was a lot similar to that. I think the drawback to the trucks in the farm machinery show. Yeah, it's same just, sort of you know, issue. You want to keep the show moving, you wanna get a hook every two minutes, and you just can't do it. I think on the
0: I think you know, they're limiting the entry so it'll speed things up. They move stuff so fast at Gordyville. I think what they'll probably do is they won't even try to pick the fronts up. They'll just do it with the back. Um, they'll set you out on the track. Okay, start it up, back up to the sled yourself, run. And as soon as the sled's out of the way, somebody's going to tag your your hitch and, and drag you right back out the building in reverse. And I think it'll go fine.
2: And I think back then, you know, at least the class we ran in, that was, you know, pretty big rear ends and pre and. Before all that, and yeah, I, we also, scattered by about yeah. 70% of the trucks broke, so I that don't think that down. the cause. So.
0: And I don't think, he, actually going back that far too, I don't know how sophisticated they were yet with the three-point hooks on everything that, they're, that everybody uses now either. Yep. I mean, it was still just you know straps. Yep. So yeah, they're, they're, things have gone in a positive direction in both fronts. So yeah, cool. it'd be cool to see the trucks back in there. Well, we're going to take a break, and then uh, I suppose we get into PRI. Why not? All right, we'll be back right after this on Sidetrack on the Pulling Radio Network. Have you been injured or think you've been injured? Contact the law offices of Dewey, Screwham and Howe. Auto accident, medical malpractice, slip and fall, dog bite, asbestos, your boss is a jerk. Nothing worth reading in the paper? Some swamp gas bent the sun's rays and erased your mind? Sit down with our friendly professional staff for a free confidential consultation and cross-examination. Seriously, how can be downright mean? Let the law offices of Dewey, Screw him, and Howe decide who should pay and how much. It could even be you. No, it'll definitely be you. The Law Offices of Dewey, Screw him, and Howe. Call 888 or online at www.sidetrackpulling.com. That's 888 555 or www.sidetrackpulling.com. Dewey, Screw him, and Howe are not officially licensed attorneys and are an obnoxious subsidiary of Sidetrack LLC. No guarantees implied, not available in any areas. Lots of restrictions will apply. Celebrity voice impersonated. Paid for by Ricky Bobby for Congress.
3: And we're back with Sidetracked, and what in the hell am I doing here finally? Yeah, look, look, Lady look German,
0: I give you your moron.
3: <laughs> I feel like if the Saturn's going to have to come out. That's the end of the story right there. <sighs> the Saturn's got to come out. I was going to put the truck up for the winter anyways, and this is more the reason to do it.
0: Hey, I drove that shitty neon in the winters for the same reason. I didn't want the truck in the salt, oh. so
3: problem is the saturn hasn't moved in like six seven months so i'm sure the parking brakes are frozen in place now guess what my project is for the weekend
0: mm, setting on yet another car on fire <laughs>
3: <laughs> no normally you just rock that one back go backwards about 20 feet and it'll unlock itself still so well
2: good thing the saturn's kicking a solid 60 horsepower to break those brakes loose. Oh, no,
3: that motor's tired. She's probably <laughs> only about 43.
0: <laughs> never mind if the parking brake's on the rear axle, and that's a front-wheel drive. <laughs> Man,
3: just,
1: just drag around like With a... <laughs> the ice we have right now,
3: it wouldn't make a damn difference. Yeah, you'd <laughs> never know. You'd never know it. <laughs> but I do have four new tires on that one, so that might be a perk. But the front end's about done, so... Actually, well, <laughs> speaking
0: of stupid-ass problems with cars, it's, it's a good thing it snowed tonight because there was an intersection I had to stop in in the truck, and you know, I got the problem with the throw-out bearing. So I just reached down and kicked it into two-wheel drive, Stood on the brake, and just let the rear tires just sit there spinning on the snow. <laughs> Came to a complete stop, no problem. As soon as the light turned green, reached back down, pull her back into four, off we go. <laughs> I'll say a dually, I tried driving a dually, one winter. In two-wheel drive, I don't care how many pounds of sand you put in the back, it sucks. With four-wheel drive, it's okay. Even that. I don't, four-wheel drive, I, I never had much trouble with it. Back when I used to actually drive it in, in the snow a little bit. I just wish I
3: had four-wheel drive right now. Don't even yeah, go there.
0: Yeah, there's that. So There's that.
3: We uh, figured out it needs 400 more pounds in the back. Yeah, I, and I already I, got I, 800.
1: I'm, I'm loving my truck right about this moment. Well, I can I tell you, there's
2: so many moments in my life where you look back and you're like, that's one of the dumbest things I've ever done. So me and Andrew go out. We'll break into the set. We go out to PRI, right? So we're sitting there. I don't know. It's like 5 o'clock. Saturday morning? Yeah. We're going to PRI? What do you want to do? Andrew's like, can I smoke in your truck? I'm like, ah, I don't know. All right, we're just taking the 6.5. <laughs> no idea that, you know, every time we look at our phone, there's this red banner going across the top for,
3: for coming on Sunday that says, you know, winter <laughs> storm warning. We well, knew it was supposed to snow, but it was still supposed to start snowing Saturday morning. And then be done Saturday night. Yeah. So I figured, well, hell, the roads will be good by Sunday morning when we're coming back. Not a problem. Oops. So then we're sitting there. It's like
2: <laughs> the ultimate polar vortex coming to your city. And we're like, all right, I got the mega cab four-wheel drive sitting in the barn, all clean. And we're in the 6.5, two-wheel drive. And you can't even see.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: On the way Maybe back. Things more exciting and interesting. So was,
3: Oh, God. That was. That was one of our braids. Hey, that thing did good once we got back into Michigan. As
2: long as we didn't get off the freeway, it was great. Because their freeways were plowed,
3: so you were good. That thing would book it through the snow. (laughs) It's getting off and getting back on that was a problem.
1: (laughs) That whole getting started and stopping thing. (laughs) Yeah. Well,
2: that's a on the way Here, Andrew's like, I'm fixing the uh, blower motor, and I'm like, glad glad you waited till after we had to sit in that thing for about ten hours. Where you, so like, it was oh, moving was ta- air. <laughs> it was moving air still. <laughs> like I, said, I, I I I uh, we were talking about. it. I said it, it's like watching a ten hour episode of Gold Rush with rocks going through the Trumble. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we pulled that motor hmm. out. Finally, got the damn thing out. It, we didn't put a lot of components that weren't necessary back on because they got shielding that goes over and on. My buddy goes, yeah.
0: "Screw that, you don't need that."
3: He goes, "There's a rubber boot that fits up in." He goes, "He's fighting to get it out." He goes, "Dude, normally I just cut these." After like an hour in, I'm like, <laughs> "Then why didn't why you? did you cut it?" <laughs> well, some people get freaked out about that. I'm like, "Dude." Just have t- you looked at the rest of the truck <laughs> here's the knife here's the knife <laughs> we pull it out it's sitting there and I pick it up <laughs> the squirrel cage those who are listening still I'm so sorry but the squirrel cage if you're just goes eh. <laughs> you look at the bearing on the back of the motor it is gone <laughs> I look at him and go can we get this rebuilt the bearing reduced itself to just
0: merely a bushing <laughs>
3: Oh, no, there was no pushing even left. (laughs) It was just gone. I go, hey, can we rebuild this? He goes, don't you fucking go there right now.
2: We didn't bring Andrew up to speed, but so what we did is we said, you know, they take these polls for like politics and all Ah. the other things, right? Ah. So we we said, we'll bring an in-studio guest, right? The best representation of our guest. We'll bring her in studio and we'll see how the show affects our audience.
0: And she fell asleep for 40 minutes.
2: (laughs) She's asleep again yep so just to bring up your speed if you see the the, the, the remnants of a dead body in the coach <laughs> yeah. it's uh
3: so we've gone through birthdays you've gone through the news I'm pissed I missed the news thing but actually it really wasn't any? it wasn't we, genuine oh, news
0: did. it was more irresponsible speculation and we didn't play the drop I, I played the drop yeah, he we did but,
1: but, I, but I figure you know just for drew I and while we're sp- playing drops just for Drew, I-, I feel like we have to play this one <laughs> one more time because tonight one he earned it.
0: Is this true? Yes, it's true. This man has no dick. I'm We have to be brought
3: up to speed on how he earned it, but
1: oh, mm. by but, virtue of not being as <laughs> <laughs> simple as that, I think it's pretty much the standard. That's uh, that's how it became Charles's right drop. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much.
3: Oh, P R I. Can you open that for me water. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Phone ready and everything. <laughs> now, I did have a couple canned waters down at Fleece because, well, it was Adder Miller. And I'll drink water. <laughs> so, yeah,
2: I think that's a good segue into the uh, PRI weekend. And- that was
3: awesome down there. That was well worth our trip down there. The price admission and a pair of pants. <laughs> I totally forgot about the pants
2: So, I guess we should start off by thanking a few people
3: Absolutely
2: uh, I'd like to thank John and Devin Dury, obviously, for the hospitality um, A, they got us into a, a great dinner Amazing dinner Amazing dinner Free room and board That's, to, No, let's be actually, clear I shouldn't say free room and board, it costs us a pair of pants
0: <laughs> The only reason that he let you stay at his place is because he wanted to turn in an insurance claim on Monday morning. Yeah, he needed an excuse.
3: Well, that and it is his uncle, you know? So, yeah. he,
2: family. I, that's the worst. Okay, there yeah, is that. He knows that. how to get to me. When he keeps calling me uncle, it burns me every time.
3: Oh. <laughs> it didn't help me introduce it uh, to old Brayden and Jace Fleece. You know this is my uncle, right? <laughs> every time you can see just this look on... Drop face like I'm, gonna I'm kill just you. gonna throttle you. <laughs> Turn in your
0: Christmas present. <laughs> but
3: not only getting us into the dinner, the wonderful hospitality they gave us, you know, a place to crash and just showed us a little bit around Indy, but uh getting us the tour of Fleece performance oh, yeah. and uh you've already you knew known <clears throat> Chase and Braden for a long time. I have never met them. Two really cool people, down to earth guys, willing to sit there shoot the shit with you. And uh, no, definitely got to thank them for everything.
2: Yeah, we went to uh, we went to dinner at the what was it called?
0: Oh, Brazilian food place. It was a Brazilian
2: Brazilian steakhouse. What is Brazilian cuisine anyway? Brazilian. Oh my god. Here's Brazilian cuisine is meat on a stick.
0: All right, When are we going?
2: Right. So
3: there is there anything like that here in Metro Detroit? No, no, no. Yes, there is. Yeah, they got... We've uh, got one down by uh, casinos and all yep.
0: that. Oh, downtown. Yep. Okay.
3: But hang on to your wallet.
0: Yeah, I can so, imagine.
3: So let's just say... We'll it, fill you in it, on it, that it, a little
2: we, bit. We'd like to thank... Uh, Get out the platinum th- card. We're going to throw some names out here. BD Performance. BD. Firepunk. Firepunk. Levon Miller. Fleece Performance.
3: Fleece. Um,
2: and the last um, one is DNR. DNR Right, so...
3: And uh, not only that... Um, Ryan Milliken.
2: Ryan Milliken, yeah, so Hardway. Yeah. So our tip for dinner was $800. Jesus.
3: You did get numbers.
2: Yeah, that's what uh, that John was told the tip. me.
0: That was the tip. Okay.
3: There so, was what, probably 25, 30 of us yeah. in the room. And but
0: honestly, still, it's like. Well, no, actually, when you break that down, that's not actually horrible. That, no, no, that's the tip. I get it, but it's not horrible. Figure
3: $100 a plate.
0: So it's a special occasion kind of thing. But, but <laughs> which does ex- which does now beg the question, what the hell were you all doing in there?
3: <laughs> they heard about sidetracked uh, productions. Yeah. And, oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> Bob, what, you, know, you know what
1: I think was... Are, cr- are you sure? Because I would think if they heard of sidetracked productions, there'd be a sign at the door... Saying we're not welcome. Does that that
0: crowd realize their event's called Ultimate Call-Out Challenge, not Ultimate Call-Up Challenge? Well,
2: let's let's talk about that, right? So Ultimate Call-Out Challenge, right? So everybody there, UCC, right? Yeah. So we're sitting there, and to throw throw the name drops out, you're sitting there talking. It's like me and uh, Andrew are sitting there, and you got Derek Rose behind us, LeVon Miller, Chase Fleece, Ben Shaddy. I mean, the list of the guys that were in that room... That are going to be at the all. Account. If, if, me and Andrew kept saying, if this was like tractor pulling, it would have been the equivalent of sitting with guys like Edson, Cheezic, yeah. you know. Yeah, I the, mean, the list goes on, right? And it was just these guys are really pushing the envelope, and some of the things that we heard them talk about of what they're planning on doing for UCC is pretty mind blowing. Like yeah. last year, uh, Firepunk changed axles. You know, they're we heard guys like having two billet motors
3: and one for pulling, one for drag racing and dyno.
0: I'm, that's I'm actually surprised to hear that. And I would have just to take that, separate, I would have figured it would have been a ninja, a dino queen only, and then something for the racing stuff because they've a lot of those guys all admit that if they pour the full nitrous, you know, the full house dino tune into it in the on the drag strip. It's, it won't work. But they were talking like, really, <clears throat> well, it Well, they're like, even
3: talking turbo changes between the dyno so, and for the drag. So, so the, fir-
0: the first year was just, okay, okay, but now it's like, now shit got real. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so you're, they're, they're saying, we need we know we need probably
2: more cubic inch for pulling. So we have our big cube motor, like Andrew was saying. And they're saying, well, we know we need a small cube motor, and we need to rev it hard for drag racing.
0: Yeah, and then, gonna rev gain and then... Re-
2: and then we need that same motor for dynoing but we need different turbos. so there's kind of saying we have a dyno yes. sled
0: pull or sled gotcha. racing motor with turbo it... cuz
3: let's face it the equivalency for what you're going So you're going you're going you're going to run the smaller
0: chargers on the small motor on the drag strip put a Correct. bigger charger and throw the nitrous at it on the, on the on the rollers and then put your stroker in for you got it yeah, I love I mean, it. This is gonna be awesome.
3: What we were hearing down there was just mind-boggling. They're talking to like, you know, us going from, you know, everyday driving tires to snow tires in the winter. They're like, yeah, it's not a big deal. I got to sit in the back. You know, I'm going. Huh?
2: And and the other interesting, you know, the other interesting thing is you'll you'll sit around and talk to guys and they'll say, I have a billet head. These guys were sitting around and talking about how they can get rid of every cast piece. Oh, yeah. On their motor, right? Like, the only thing on this motor that's cast is the crankshaft, and we need to get rid of that.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're just... So so, so based on what you guys have said, because I've been just fascinated with how they're going to pull this off with the Waggler's with the DX500 thing, I think I now understand it. The supercharger's for the drag strip. The turbos are for the pulling track. And then the nitrous and all of the go-to-hell switch, that's the dyno.
3: (laughs) That Waggler motor is just... I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, that I mean, even sexy. It's ridiculous beyond all belief, but it is absolutely. So- what they had five set up around PRI.
0: Yeah, Nate, we'd walk up to. Oh, yeah, they it had, did, wasn't in one of the booths. Uh, they had a CNC mill. It yeah. supposed to be running on a block all yeah. weekend, too. It yeah. was the
2: Waggler block. The
3: Waggler yeah, Duramax block. And to me, and that it was on the Haas uh, CNC.
2: Me and Andrew were talking. It's like. If we went back to PRI five years ago, and you started looking at, and we'll just, let's focus on heads for a second, right? And you look around, there are probably be a lot of companies that had their new cast, you know, CNC ported head. Now, it's billet, everything. Yeah, everything. everything.
3: I mean, every, every booth you looked at, you saw very, very little cast. It was billet small-block Chevy, billet small-block Ford, billet big-block yeah. Chevy. You know, billet rods, billet, billet pistons, cam. billet timing gears, cams. I mean, if I it those... could be hogged out of a piece of steel, billet steel, it was sitting there at the show.
0: Yeah, I think with the, the pricing for, for tooling and machinery has come down, and there's also more people with the knowledge to run them out there now, so we're you we could do that's, that.
3: That, I think, is a big thing. We talked about that, is the cost of CNC has gone down so much. You know, to have a single CNC, maybe a two to four axis machine, you know, five, ten years ago, you were running some pretty big stuff. Now, if you don't have a five or a six axis sitting in your shop, you're not getting any work. And now, guy, you know, shops are having two, three, five, ten, depending on the size of the shop. Knocking all parts.
0: So much for the days of the holy crap! You got an auto travel on your Bridgeport. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> and I think With I
3: think the the, digital Right. <laughs> <time. laughs>
2: <laughs> I think the bigger thing is like you go to PRI and they had a section for they kind of did a good job. We talked about this a little yeah. bit of you know they kind of had like the machinery part in one section and but you walk up and it's like these guys dropped the CNC on a piece of carpet, drop some pipe drop some wire to it i don't know when they got there my guess is at a convention center that's not like they had months to they do probably it so it's probably had like a week, like uh, a week maybe maybe. A week, yeah. maybe and there was we think 15
3: cnc's running yeah. I, I don't know yeah. but the and these guys are yeah. making stuff every right? so cnc it just, that was on site was running was operational. so it wow. just
2: i guess it just it goes to show you that a the costs come down the 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 portability of these things, the setup,
0: that and clearly the market. If there's that many on the floor for sale, the market must be there to substantiate doing something like that. You know,
3: that's one thing we should have done was just gone up and asked. You know, because I know, uh, well, right at the fleece, with talking with John yeah. when we first got there, the Haas guy came right up. Yep. We should have just gone and say, "Hey, how much for a five-axis CNC?"
0: Man, yeah, I and I don't have any idea what. But you know what I mean how many you know you guys probably see it the same as I do how many of these performance pulling away performance shops you like them on facebook and and within the last year hey we just installed a new cNC well
2: fleece yeah, yeah. had we, we we're at fleece and we they have two divisions now yep. right they have the freedom racing engines which is yep. we didn't get to go to because it was we were all at the uh you know the the fleece main headquarters there but think they had four cnc's Four or there. five
3: it wasn't fully lit up we didn't get to go see it but, but.
2: and that's not counting where they they What's do in the, the, I, in the other and, building. And that was basically what they told us is that that's basically the turbos yeah. and you know their their bypass kits and all that that's the cnc the cnc's for repairing blocks and doing billets and all that stuff was all down a free so
0: it's the other building so yeah. the
2: so you see a company like that which isn't huge as far as the the magnitude the size
0: not in the mainstream of even like a you know a dart or a holly or something correct
2: and they had five or six yeah so it was just pretty cool to see the evolution and it's only going to progress there for for years to come and you look at you know like even derek we looked at his head it's just you know to to have a an idea when he blew his motor up last year at ucc which was probably let's call it may
0: yeah, two later probably yeah,
2: two. Less than December, so I don't know when they had the head done. We were there in obviously December, but yeah. done.
0: I think it's been done for a couple of weeks. A couple weeks, yeah. so a full CNC. Yeah,
3: Derek hadn't seen
0: it till the show. Yeah, yeah, not in person. Yeah,
3: right, two valve, which is nothing someone's ever
2: done. Twelve valve, common rail, common rail, uh, Chevy with injector, yeah. injectors, yeah. And, and that was just something that happened in months. <clears throat>
0: It's just awesome. And we're to that point where you can do something like that. If you were going to cast something like that, you're looking at at least a year. Yeah, because you've got to go to China. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, or India.
2: Yeah. You know, to, to be mean, profitable. I mean, we
3: were talking some of the cast parts Fleece does. You know, you can't get casting done in the U.S. anymore.
0: No. Actually, there is – I'll bring it up. Did you guys get a chance to see the John Deere cast block that's made here in the U.S.? The, the new – it's kind of on, the, on a level with the Hypermax block? Yeah. Yeah, the Eberg 9000, it's, it's made in Columbus, Indiana, it's actually cast here, but um, it was intriguing to me, it's based on the John Deere 9 liter, It's a five, which is a 548 cubic inch to start with, um, has its own uh, built-in deck plate, uh, it's, a, it's cast without water jackets, so you got the extra meat in there, um, it's got a, a cam board that will allow you to accommodate the, the larger ball bearing cam bearings if you want to do that, like they're using in drag racing and stuff now, um uh, it's got uh lowered rails on the sides below the uh crankshaft so you can have that sixth bolt in the main and they're claiming they can run it without a uh without a girdle, it it'll hold up. But going back to what you guys are saying with the billet stuff and especially with the rules that have been passed by NTPA now where billets legal. Oops. Yeah. Kind of kind a heavy of, kind of, yeah. of a heavy investment that now doesn't matter.
3: Yeah. I mean they're still gonna be used for Oh for like sure. That, for sure, just... yeah. Yeah, your, your mainstream market's gone. But, I mean, you know, when you go to a lot of I've gone to stuff before, you know, you see Edelbrock's got the big setup and Hollywood and whatever that uh, conglomeration Hover, whatever, is. Yeah, yeah, That conglomeration, you know, they normally have a big display. And they really didn't. They really didn't. But you saw a lot of the smaller market guys out there, you know, really having a lot of stuff up out and about, you know that were really dominating things. The big names you're used to hearing mainstream were kind of smothered by the smaller guys being represented. And
2: I can tell you by the crowd-wise, being at some of these booths, like you say, with the Wagglers and some of the guys that had the more custom stuff, it was amazing to see the people, the flow around those versus, like you said, you go over to the Dart booth. Didn't seem to be like a lot of action. Around yeah. those. No. That may Prices, be also right?
0: indicative of the type of the show, though. I mean, yep. I've never been to PRI. I've never been to SEMA either. But, you know, like a Holly, every Hot Rod guy has, a, you know, has a Holly 4150 on their car. All of them do. Yeah. So SEMA's is going to be the wheelhouse. Whereas PRI, you're more into the specialty, hardcore stuff True. anyway. So maybe, it's, maybe that's part and of I it. But I mean,
3: too. there was everything from midgets to off-road bah, to you know
2: sled pulling snowmobile yeah. drag racing anything circle track.
3: everything you know the import tuner guys you know talking about their trash control systems and stuff you know stuff you wouldn't give a second thought to i mean yeah we're pullers but let's face it we've all been around hot rods you know you know rob you've been in drag racing that we all kind of know the ins and outs of that oh, yeah. industry it's growing up in the motor city it's Everybody either had an aunt or an uncle or a parent who had some sort of classic car, either restored or hot-rodded out. So yeah. you knew everything. But the stuff you didn't think about is what you actually saw down at PRI.
0: And it seems like the PRI this year, again, I have never been at any time in the past, but I always pay attention when it comes around. It seems like this year was on another level than prior years. And really the signifier for that for me was that there was a Porsche 919 there. I mean, everybody Sad. talks about Formula One as being, you know, the pinnacle of technology. No, no you're not just mistaken. You're wrong. World Endurance Championship sports cars That's is where it's that at. That's
3: that car that we pointed out and said Charles would like that and kept on walking. Yeah. I, yeah. No, there's a lot of
0: cars like that where he said, boring, boring.
2: Oh, we should go back because Charles would really love this Le Mans. <laughs> Charles would really love this Formula Charles would really love this Indy car. We're like, boring.
3: <laughs>
2: what can
0: I say? Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs>
3: We also kept, we, we got to see Ooh, everything. I mean, we didn't really get to look at anything really in depth. We found our booze we wanted, yep. it, you know, for information for us. But uh, we kept going, thank God Charles isn't with us. We wouldn't be this far through the show yet. <laughs> <Right? Gotcha.
0: laughs> From what I saw, yeah, if, if I go next year, we're not going for one day. No, no, There's no, no way. No. <laughs> no, and even
2: me, me and uh, Andrew were sitting there. It's like, okay, we went, I would say we've seen the whole show in one day. We, walk right? through we it. walked through. We through yeah, the whole show. Through, right, saw it. Yeah, but he would be like on Facebook and like uh, VED, you know, intake manifolds, right? Which a lot of the guys, you know, that run Sunny's or you know the drag racers pro mods run that. And I'm like, did we see that? And Andrew's like, yeah, I think they were here. And it's like you just when you first walk in, it's like a blur because yeah. there's just so much stuff going well, on. Like
3: that, I guess what was it? Shide was there.
2: Yeah, didn't see him.
3: Never saw him. I'm. Sp- did was hazely there?
2: I, they were there, but no booth is what remember because we were at the metal housing it, yeah. guy and they said they were there but no booth. And yeah, so there's a it, fair it, so number
0: I, of guys who had stuff in somebody else's booth, and if you weren't looking for you, would yeah, have see it. Yeah,
3: but you know, Shy, Big Damon Diesel, I never remember seeing their booth. I yeah. mean, that's one we would have stopped at, you know, because you
0: know, you know so like, well, no, they wise, sassy, sassy racing engines. They had a table inside a I forget the name a connecting rod manufacturer's booth, and if you weren't looking yeah. for it, you would have never seen John Card sitting there.
3: Yep. No, it was. He was probably a chicken Joe. <laughs> it was it was awesome down there. I can't wait to go back next year. Honestly, you know what? Downtown Indy is pretty damn cool. I, I the would, outside areas are eh, but you know what? Lucas Oil Stadium. We never did get to go inside, but absolutely beautiful outside.
2: And, and like, like I was, me and Andrew were talking about. So we we stayed with. My nephew. <laughs> but, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, when I got home, I'm like, I think if I didn't have kids, I think I would move there. Because we, literally, me and Andrew, we did the, we kind of took the scenic route, right, from PRI to there. Yeah. And it's like, you go past their house and like two miles down is Lucas Oil Raceway.
3: It's not, no, it's yeah. not even that. You literally hang right out of their driveway. You go down not even a half a mile, and there's a big oil farm. Yep. And you can look right through it. Which we assumed And see Lucas Oil. We, we
2: assumed Lucas Oil had
0: to own some part of that oil refinery next to Lucas <laughs> oil. <laughs> oil.
3: It was just a farm. It was you know Could, bulk distribution. It's, yeah.
0: it's possible. I thought all his manufacturing stuff was actually out in California.
3: Yeah, this was just bulk distribution. Yeah. But yeah, I, I've thought so, the same
0: thing for same as you. You know, if, without the family ties keeping me here, I mean. Indy's pretty much the center of the universe as far as motorsports. So,
2: so yeah, you went to, like say we went to, we drove by the raceway, right? And you, everybody knows the raceway, right? Is not only a raceway, right? They got circle track and they've got mm-hmm. uh, road course there, right? Yeah. So you have all that. And then what was it another mile and a half where we went to actually Indianapolis Motor yeah. Speedway? Yeah, the speedway. The speedway. Yeah, yeah. we went right? to the brickyard. We, we went drove the brickyard. by the dr- brickyard. Because yeah, know,
3: we pulled off and got fuel and I'm going, how far is Indianapolis? He goes, well... The Speedway is just down here, and he's thinking Lucas Oil Speedway. I'm thinking the Brickyard. Yeah. Because, yeah. one, I've never see, been by a NASCAR track or IndyCar track, you know, any track like that in my life. I go, I've got to at least go see at the Brickyard. It, yeah. You know, we're that, gonna, is, we're gonna that do, is the legendary track. Sure. We are going to hmm.
2: go a little romantic and do the lights on Brickyard, but it was too much money. I didn't want to fork it over for Andrew.
3: <laughs> 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 yeah, they had it where you could do a loop around. We're like, imagine that. We can get the... 6'5 up to max speed of 88 <laughs> miles an hour.
0: <laughs> Hell, dude, most places don't do that. So, I mean, I don't, I don't care what it would cost. It, it would have been 30 worth it.
3: bucks a car. We're, we're both Pretty like, bad. That would have been worth it. it. Well, thank God we didn't because if we had to pay for our own dinner, somebody <laughs> no, would have to Yeah. So dishes. Yeah. I'll put it this way. I only had one beer with dinner because we get the first one. Devin goes, Yeah, they get you on drinks. I'm like, oh, Great. <laughs> I'm at a restaurant I don't fit in with my dirty Carhartt because I didn't think about wearing something different. I do well, it would dirty cold. Who knew? <laughs> so we, you'd never see a menu at the restaurant. Not once. No, it's a la carte, man. It's meat. Yep.
0: You get one option. That's
3: scary. That means
1: there's no prices. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yep. And so finally- we I get spent
1: a, how much? Holy
0: shit. <laughs> we get a
3: dessert menu.
0: I'll have the- uh, Yeah, that one. Is, how do you say that? The the I commie, got a piece yeah, of key that. lime pie,
3: it was absolutely amazing. I, I was nine twenty five for a piece <sighs> of key lime pie.
2: Okay, so <laughs> after Andrew is like, they bring out, do you want a fillet, bacon wrapped fillet, marinated in parmesan oil, right?
3: Was like
0: the, the first. What the hell one. is
2: parmesan oil? No, and it was
3: bacon wrapped uh, sirloin tips. Sir,
2: okay, and then you go lamb, and you go mm, all this, right? He's all bent out of shape because they don't have any creme brulee.
3: oh there was an uproar from the bd guys
0: (laughs) and when you're when you're you're four tables away away. you are supposed to light the cognac so it's on fire when it gets here
3: (laughs) but i mean they brazilian style you sit down they you know you got a salad bar you can go fill up on lettuce and you never got a i never got up we're going either hey john was the same way he goes no we're filling up meat so you give me this little plate about yay big. A dessert plate. That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> and you have this little card. And there's a circular shape. One says red for, nope, I'm done. Or Give me a break. The give me a green. break. And the guy, the, <laughs> he br- like, the, ma- the maitre d' or whatever, the manager of the place comes in and explains Brazilian-style you know, steakhouse to us. And he goes, you're going to have to take a break every once in a while. I'm like, Dude, really? <laughs> have you
2: seen this?
0: <laughs> I can't be the first guy to come in here and try to do what's going to happen next. <laughs> Andrew's,
2: Andrew's like, I've been in over twenty years in the works building the body for
1: just this moment. <laughs> <laughs> this is a finely tuned eating machine. Was,
3: were the guys who were sitting next to us? Who were they with? I can't remember. Were they part of Fire Punk? I was? I
2: gotta believe they were part They're of part Fire. Part
3: of Levon Miller's crew, and. Um, they're coming out. They got rack of ribs. They got flank steak, you know. And they give us these little plates. Finally, we go up front in their, you know, banquet room we're in, and grab the big plates and set them down because so now we're getting down to business. And we're eating and eating. This guy, he's starting filling up, and he's got a bunch there. I'm like, we aren't quitters in here. We don't <laughs> pussies. Stop up your game. Come on, pat, push it down. Pat the belly, shake it down. <laughs>
1: Listen <to> the belt.
0: <laughs> I think I'm beginning to understand why aftermarket parts cost a damn much. <laughs> Just oh. to cover the meal tickets.
3: Oh, my God. That was... I'm sitting there going... Everybody keeps going, well, it's the experience. It's the experience. And I'm going, this is an awful expensive bellyache. All I <laughs> think...
1: <laughs> but yeah, I think... The, the... Y- you weren't supposed to eat the skewers, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> he was licking the skewers. I, 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 like, are you done with that? <laughs>
0: No, for what this shit costs?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. We sat down for dinner. I'm sucking soon. every molecule
0: off of this damn thing. <laughs>
3: Steph tried calling me at like 8 o'clock. And we're sitting there, you know, and I'm going, well, I'll call her back after dinner. figure, you know, maybe hour and a half, two hours at the most. We sat down at 7.30. We walked out of the restaurant at 11.30. <sighs> a four-hour oh. dinner service. It was simply amazing, though. <laughs> and, and, and
2: And unlike soccer... No red cards.
3: <laughs> yeah. well, Nobody get, pushed pause. Well, then we all get the bright idea, hey, we really want this dessert. You know, it sounds amazing. Ooh, I had to muscle through that key lime pie, and then I started getting sick, and I, think, chicken, I, I think, couldn't
2: finish it. I think they set the key lime pie down, and Andrew's like, the presentation is absolutely amazing
3: on this key lime pie. I took a foodie picture of it. I took a foodie picture of it. Took took a a picture of it. it. Uh,
0: it's nice. Home screen on my phone now. <laughs> <laughs> so, How so you- I know I know where I need to shop for him for Christmas next year.
1: I'll get out the Williams Sonoma catalog. <laughs> Stretchy pants.
4: <laughs> Stretchy pants. <laughs>
1: Oh God, so, drawing yoga pants. <laughs>
4: so I
0: would say yeah, we'll, after we we'll get in the, the uh, you know like the, the royal blue uh, elastic waistband, old guy pants, and you pull them all yes. the way up to here. <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs>
2: so I, I would say after the dinner and after PIRI, how awesome it was. John takes us over for our uh, you know our private tour at Fleece. So we pull at midnight. in. Midnight.
3: Yeah. Eh. No, we did that before. Oh, we dinner. did it before. Oh, yes, before you're right. Dinner. So okay.
2: we did. It. So we go to turn left, and you look at the sign, in the name of the road. Is Nitro Alley? Oh no. yeah, headed no, west yeah. in Brownsburg.
0: Oh yeah. So yeah. Fleece is right. Fleece is close to Brownsburg. Then they have to be. No,
3: they're in Brownsburg.
2: They're
0: in. They're in. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, John's so you like, got everything around oh, there then?
3: Yeah. So John says, "Oh you my know, God." Schumacher he says, "Schumacher look, Racing." John
0: Force, Vance and Hines.
3: Vance and Hines.
2: And then, well, I thought the coolest thing was they had the John Force building, and then they had the uh, Eric Medlin uh, Prototype yeah. Research Center. Yeah. And right next to it was Simpson Racing. Yep. Simpson's there. You know? Yep. And you know, you go all the way to the back and it's like, that's Tony Stewart's, you know Toy Box. Toy box, which is his There's uh, no
3: signs or anything on it. It's a what, probably two hundred and some odd by a hundred and some odd wide. And he's like unmarked well lit building. And that's, he's like, that's, that's his, his toy box.
2: A, yeah, that's like his El Duro, you know, that, dirt that's track all his toys.
3: Outlaw stuff. Dirt track stuff. That's nothing to do with Tony Stewart.
0: Not NASCAR. the Stewart. Not the right. Stewart Haas. It's the right. Tony Stewart <laughs> right. racing but side. Tony
2: Stewart yeah. was there. Um, like I say, Schumacher um i'm just trying to think of the names oh God, there's tons of them. Uh, petrograph shops. man charles is good he he already knows more of them than we do he but goes on
3: google Maps and stocks <laughs> of places.
2: but yeah it's like you know and then so so i guess fleece is building a new building just because yeah. they said it's like the high rent district of you know brownsburg oh, and sure. all of that yeah. it's all you racing
3: know? but i remember there's one healthcare place right in the middle i go <laughs> You know what it fits, <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, that's where we go to get our
2: trucks wrapped, and that's where we go to do powder coating, yeah. and that's where we go to yeah, do the it's fab work. Shopping, and I mean, get you it could, all. you could just about build an HRE Top field dragster down that road yeah. from start to finish. I mean, there were oh, wheel companies, you and could. there was, mm-hmm. it was just to me that was as cool as as yeah. PRI just seeing all the the shops and the tour, the tour, of the place tour was and
3: awesome. Holy turbo housings, Batman. Yeah, turbos and... You know, you They've got crates of turbo housings. Just intake sides. Crates. I'm taking this. <laughs> <laughs> and then we walk in, we're
2: like, where's Braden? Because you know, we like give Braden a hard time. Where's Braden now? If we open up Braden's office...
3: Guess what's sitting there?
2: Billet block.
3: Not just any billet block. A certain soon-to-be resident of St. Clair County billet block.
2: Maybe Columbus area.
0: Why am I drawing total blanks? Really, dude? Columbus area?
3: Ah uh, no, that's uh Yeah, it's Richmond Columbus. It's maybe down
0: Church oh. Road. Okay, yeah. All right.
3: Wow. Pathetic. <laughs> There's a billet six point four block.
0: <coughs> no, that I knew he was getting that. Yeah.
2: yeah. So it just it's just pretty cool to see all the, what they call it? The Imagine Center or the Imagine where they build all the, now, like, Felice, Ryans and...
0: Did Fleece do that or is that an LSM that they were That was just
2: LSm, an LSM there.
3: block.
0: But they did have a the
2: beginnings but, over or should the endings of a, a billet block that they are doing for their UCC car.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we got, Mini Wheats was sitting there in the shop. Which got sold. Sold. Chassis sold. Uh, motor and trans was staying. Um, that's what they were doing Sunday. Was taking care of Milliken.
2: And I have to say, I, I know Andrew's gonna just roll his eyes because he probably rolled his eyes a minimum of a hundred times <laughs> over P.R.I. But I'm a Street Outlaws guy, oh, right? God. And <sighs> shit. okay. Not the only thing,
0: the only thing. This is all I'm gonna say about two, actually two things about Street Outlaws. Number one, why does it look like Daddy Dave's always hammered? And yeah, different. he did. And, t- and two, and two. The only thing I will, I will respect the crow mod for having a genuine Pontiac engine. That's it. That's all I got to say about it.
2: Okay. You're not going to do a rant? Nothing. We haven't had a rant at all. So I thought I could get a street out while I was ran out of one of you guys. but dumbass show. Anyway. (laughs) No, but I agree. Right. But they
3: were all there. But
2: but you got to admit, it was pretty cool when we're sitting there talking to Braden and, you know, uh, the Reaper comes up. Reaper. Right. And he's like, hey, man, is my truck done? brain's like yeah we did the two and we did that and then you know you're sitting there and then all of a sudden uh murder nova comes up He's like hey is my dually done did you get that done <laughs> so fleece had like three of the yeah the street outlaw guy's duramax is in a shop right and then we're sitting uh, there
3: Sonomas.
2: so yeah we're sitting there looking at the reaper's engine and this guy's like that thing's a pile of shit that thing's <laughs> too heavy but I look up and it's jackie that owns a sonoma you know daddy Dave's, uh, they, you know, like, i'm like holy shit i feel like i'm in an episode of you know it's like
3: Everywhere you turn, they're doing oh he's gonna be over there at one to two o'clock for signing and i'm like who are you what 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 grand national pole do you pull at oh wait you just do pro mod racing and street cars <laughs>
2: but they were all there. Jeff Lutz, they were all. Yeah. The, Jeff Lutz, like, I respect. He's yeah, he's a real whole, he's a real deal. It was like he know, appears on the show, but he's the he's the real thing. Know, then you got like Asian and farm truck Ouch. running around yeah. like doing cartwheels and you know signing autographs and selling t-shirts bright orange and pants. Bright orange that was the pants. first
3: one we saw was Asian.
0: The dung beetle.
2: <laughs> so I don't know. I can. Actually, I can That done. The that dung was, beetle is kind of cool. I, think that, I, I, I understand. The it's rain like, cap. I it's all about that rain cap. I understand it's cheesy. I understand it's you know. See that. Not that totally was, legitimate, but it's still cool to be.
3: That was the first moment when Drop realized I don't watch Street Law Outlaws and I don't care. Is he goes? I think Dude, he already knew Asian. I did <laughs> I go.
0: Who the hell's where's that?
3: Where's an Asian? I all white people so far. There was that one over there in the spandex that looked pretty amazing. But, you know, he goes, no, off the street outlaws. Oh, nothing.
0: You know, speaking of that, I <laughs> Oh, is that how you say that? I thought that was in And you have to say it really loud because it's all in caps. Actually, <laughs> I, me and Andrew
2: were talking about this. It's like, you know the only thing we didn't see that we may take to the show next year is a yoga pants distributor because <laughs> there were a ton of girls wearing yoga pants oh my that, God. Were, <laughs> that were... That uh, were... What's this say? Uh, Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that, we're good. That we're uh, you know signing uh, posters and other things and I uh, got
3: I brought home some posters for the boy you know to yeah. Andrew Love. <laughs> yeah. I came home with my wife and go, hey, I got this sign for Andrew. <laughs> You're joking, right? No, it's for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that I
2: think I think we could capitalize on, on, on some kind of yoga pants uh, booth next year at PRA.
3: Now, for, what else we were talking about, I know we're, like, oh, out of time, but whatever. But really not, because you to just do, got here. Yeah, we need to do something like this for the pulling, radio, pulling yep. industry. Because we got down there, you know, Cruella Rods were there okay. You know, Fleece. You know, there are some people that are involved in pulling, but <laughs> Hearts wasn't there, you know.
0: If you had the facility space to do it, I think Gordyville would be perfect. And Gordyville's eh, no, I sorta, think you
3: need, you need a standalone event like that. Where it's just a trade show it's only. Own SEMA, so to speak. You know where you bring you know Kaiser. Or, or Kaiser was there. You know they actually had a 30, 30, uh, 30 by thirty two sitting there. But that was yeah. one, everything else. That was, was just their drag
0: race. Yeah. You well, know I mean, they, su- they were supposed to debut a four wheel drive mod four wheel drive sized tire. At PRI. Yeah, they had him there. Yeah. They
3: had him there. But you know, bring something like that, and honestly, I hate to say it, I was racking my brain trying to figure out where to do it. Indy's still the it's place still the, really to kind do of it. Like
0: Centralized. Yeah.
3: You know, and bring all the guys in, Atlas Chassis and Engler and you know, Banner and you know.
0: Actually Engler was there too.
3: Yes, Tim mm-hmm. was. I I didn't get to see him, the godfather we saw down he did. there. He yeah. did get to talk to him. Um uh, Make sure you tune in to the Godfather show always before ours for some upcoming. Make sure you coolness. listen to the
0: show before ours. You're hearing this after the show, so you're supposed to go back in time and whatever.
3: I uh, know. I don't know the date <laughs> for that episode. That yeah, I don't the time into. is a strict progression of cause to effect. But actually, from a non-linear, non-subjective viewpoint, it's more like a big ball of wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Our summon engineer is playing solitaire right now. Reaches up, hits a button, has the biggest smirk on his face ever because he got the perfect drop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I am listening, believe it or not.
3: <laughs> but
1: Mostly against your will.
3: Also, you know what? We do have to give a shout-out. We don't hit many of the network sponsors on here, and that's shame on us. You know, There's a lot of cool companies. Is going to be
0: a double dip? No. Yep.
3: You know what? We got to go see... The Mad Max two-wheel drive <laughs> oh you're kidding me
2: nope <laughs> go ahead I'll go, go ahead g- give your version
3: I'll tell you what the coolest guys ever their products I'm probably reiterating what you were saying nope for a Not regular yet. compressor yep now you are absolutely <laughs> amazingly quiet it was but no just really cool guys and some great products and great to have them on board with the network with us you know and uh hopefully they stay on board for 2017
2: yeah, I told I gave him the old spiel about the craziest thing or the coolest thing I should say we heard is when they changed the blower and it like didn't work for the rest of the trucks. So they redid the whole cosmetic yeah. package yeah. because the blower was black instead of chrome.
3: <laughs> 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 but no, it was it was the only booth. Uh, well, um, what what blower
0: what? was it? That's what went back on. Uh, oh, it was SSI? SSI. Yeah, okay. I think it was SSI. What?
3: The powder black
0: 1471
3: ssi f4 Yep. yeah nice um you know what was funny though is for the lack of pulling representation at the show how many booths did we walk up to that had pulling on their screen the C- connection yeah. to it yeah you know it's part of their montage but a main part you know yeah i expected fleece to have it up and waggler yeah. to have it up but there was a lot of other ones out there that had diesel truck pulling up there and it, or two-wheel drives up there, and, of course, Polar Air did, but why wouldn't they? They got a badass-looking truck sitting right behind them. You know, they actually had the truck there, and we were hoping when everybody was firing everything to pull out, I was hoping they would fire that one off just as well, why not? Why not? <laughs> but, no, I, that's what impressed me is for the lack of representation of that motorsport the amount of people that were using it to sell their product. It's like, okay, maybe you should focus a little more on these guys. Because, I mean, saw the guys from NTP there, got to, right, no sooner we walk in, I saw Denver Getschy, you know, talk to him for a second, you know. There was a lot of people there. I know Ed Schubert was down there. Of course, Uncle Larry was there. You know, a lot of Tim Engler, godfather, of course, and his wife. You know, a lot of people from the polling world were there. But there really wasn't a ton represented unless you were an oval car, oval car late model racer yeah. or drag racer or something like that. So, yeah, no, I, po-
2: I even pointed out to you, I was like, oh, that's, you know, Evan Davis, Kyle, My, yeah. when we were walking through, right? So, like Andrew said, there's a lot of guys that we seen were there, you know, and there's a, there's a lot of uh, p- products, like you say, whether it's a dead logger or something that people use. But, yeah. man, it seems like they could do <clears throat> almost as big a show with just pulling. Oh, absolutely. You
3: you look at the industry. And, you know, you could do that. You could cover everything from Garden Tractors, Midwest Super Cub, people like that to come out, all the way up, you know, through, you know, Gary Baker, Marlott, Lemons, you know, Blackburn, you know, take your antique, all the way up to the Grand National stuff where they're knocking out. And we were insane. Like,
2: you know, when you go to Louisville, it's more ag based. So, like, you know, that's not. It's yeah, almost that's, like, another that's a one. perfect. You go in there. That's a perfect format for it, but maybe you it's know, but they one. don't have you it get right. There,
3: and there's maybe two, three booths with pulling stuff. In that if you look,
0: lucky, it's like you know. And I think in years past, you know, you'd go down through the booth list, and it's maybe like Epperson Tire Cutting would have one, and Atlas Tractor, and that's it.
3: Yeah. Which got to talk to Carl from Atlas. Awesome guy. Actually, I think I got right off the phone with you and told you. Yeah. Great guy, and hopefully we can get him on here as a sponsor soon because some great products. and yeah, uh,
0: good company. and they, great, great, great stuff customer is, service. Their stuff's inside a lot of tractors, so yeah.
3: Maybe we can get drop into a pulling tractor. We'll take him down to Gordieville and have him pick out a nice Atlas component chassis just so he can piss me off more. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, there was no. I think did we see TRB? Was it were there from Michigan? I thought I seen a yeah. couple guys with some shirts. So that was another poem yeah. one that I yeah. think was down there that we saw.
0: Yeah. Um, Performance Pros have a booth down there. That's no. I no, they I didn't? didn't see it. No. But it seems hard to believe, doesn't it? I gotta believe they were there at least then, wandering around. Not necessarily if they didn't have a booth.
3: That's just it. There was a lot of guys wandering around, and honestly, I I wonder, is is it because of how the show is geared, where it's geared more towards. Car racing and things like that—that that there's a lot of guys who don't put the decent performance booth in. It's possible they're a little too leery of it. No, leery or, the, Let's or the, bring them in.
0: Well, leery or is the size of the market really there? Well,
2: and I don't. We were talking, you know, with Fleece down there, and they had a smaller booth, right? Which is it's an interesting concept where the people that are there don't pay, the vendors do. Okay, yeah. right? So you know. You, it's you, free to get in, right, the vendors you, are paying. Right. right. You yeah. you put in, you get accepted, yeah. you get your pass. It's free for everybody to walk around. The vendors, they pay, you know, I think he said for the smallest booth there was five grand. Five grand, no power, wow. no wow. water. Yep. Holy smokes. So, you know, but I think, you know, talking like the polar air guy, he sold He every... sold
3: everything he had and they probably had, what, twenty compressors yeah. there?
2: So I think, you know, I think <sighs> he it's made his well more worth it, you yeah. know, advertising wise actually
3: the praises he had on them compressors for the show specials yeah if i would add the money in the bank i would have went home with one just because it was a damn good deal for the quality compressor you're getting anything else we miss oh we never explained the pants (laughs) should we explain the pants
0: John, do you have a no pants rule for guests in your house?
3: Well, the dog tried enforcing it. <laughs> Brand new pair of Kmart pants. <laughs> yeah,
2: so we, I'll give a little story. So we you get there. Go for that. We get there. It's kind of late. Everybody's kind of tired. We walk in, and they, oh,
3: it's after midnight. We're dead tired. We've been up since five.
2: And they rescued early. a dog. Right, two dogs, yeah. I guess. Bust their heart for anybody that rescues animals, 'cause I, uh, I, got, I got a soft spot in my heart. Right. Andrew yeah. did. What's your do- what's the dog you rescued? Arthur. Yeah.
1: Arthur, Arthur right? Yeah. So. The walking cotton ball. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: So. Our little bears. We, so we get there awesome. and she's like, Devin's like, you gotta watch this one. It's always in your face. It's crazy. They call it Special Ed. <laughs> Didn't seem like. It was
3: all there. Oh no, that dog was.
2: Just it got not neglected right.
0: before, and now it's getting some attention. It wants all of it.
3: Right. <laughs> oh no, this dog is just stupid.
0: Oh. Okay.
3: So, <laughs> so the other one, like, so the other one, they're like,
2: yeah, it doesn't really like people. We think it was beat. You know, it doesn't like guys. And Andrew's like, this thing's licking his face. Yeah, right. He's I mean, so he's cool like, he's me. giving it hugs. Andrew wants to sleep with the dog. We're going this through all this. This dog is
3: cool. I, I, like, I like this I'll, dog.
2: You're you're over exaggerating this that. Andrew walks. <laughs>
3: I walk around the corner with my bag of stuff, because I'm gonna sleep on the couch. I'm not cuddling with Rob, because we're not gonna go into that. <laughs> Next thing I know, this dog comes bolting around, grabs my pant leg. I, was, I, was like, I hear. Get
2: your comes, ass back here. Andrew comes back, <laughs> back knee down, pants
3: gone. Not <laughs> knee down. It ripped it right here on my ankle. That's awesome. No, you guys came around the corner. I'm going. 'Cause I think Devin went bolting right after the dog took off. Oh. And I'm going I took the stickers off these this morning, you damn dog. <laughs> Which the fine, you know what, Devin and John, they're like, oh, we'll replace it. I'm not worried about yeah, it's the not, was, it. The dog was you know, dog's protective. I get it. He didn't you know, he never physically bit me. Yeah. There was you know, if he would have bit me, I would have probably had a different story. But nope, just grabbed my pant leg and ripped it. Fine whatever and get new pants. The only the biggest problem is, I'm going for one day.
0: <laughs>
3: okay? i have a guy.
0: That was the pair of pants you brought.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, on the rail, we get out for lunch. We finally stop just inside the Michigan line. Did then I go walking to my McDonald's. I go, God, it's a little cold on this right leg. <laughs> uh, walk in looking like a homeless guy, brand new jeans with a giant rip in them.
0: Good thing the dog didn't do it before dinner.
3: <laughs> no shit, that was another thing I thought. But, John, I know you listen. I bought some uh, iron-on patches. We'll make a good pair of work pants. <laughs> Which probably would have happened to him anyways because Lord knows I can't keep anything nice like that. That's
0: why we don't have nice things.
3: Yep. So, yeah, that was a... We had an amazing day till we got back and the dog decided to not like me anymore. Which was funny because he was all licking and loving on me 30 seconds earlier. (laughs) Well, you you
1: got up and left, don't you know? That was called a taste test.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Note to sell.
2: Like, <laughs> this guy smells like lamb chops. <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: filet. That's <lame. laughs> so, uh, that's it. We're done. Yeah, I think that's up. it. it up for like 20 minutes.
0: Styler and Waldorf, take us out of here.
3: That was wonderful! Bravo! I loved it! It was great! Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful! It was terrible! Get him away! Hey, boo! Boo! Get out my trailer! I want you out!